0: Thermal sound wave wave. Thermal sound wave wave. Thermal sound
1: wave wave. You're listening to one of the hottest radio shows
2: in the Tri-State area.
3: Now for my next number. I'd like to return to the classics.
2: Sandwich Radio was a radio show, and uh, we got the guests on right now.
0: Yes, indeed. Thermal Soundwaves, a natural alternative to fast food radio. Call us up 212 491 4685. Email us thermal soundwaves at gmail.com. Hit us up at thermal uh, thermalsoundwaves.com as well. And uh, you know, check us out. Check out the podcast as well. Thermal com. Got a legendary figure right now on the lines, extremely, extremely important in the world of hip-hop you know what i mean
2: pioneer and all that last time i seen him i thought it was like a young dude in the club trying to get a gig (laughs) you know it's another level how he was djing
0: well you know he he stayed forever young you know what i mean especially on ones and twos and
2: but what i could definitely say about him is he he'll 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 get that poo-poo juice oh yeah It's, it's it's on with that for real we have nothing
0: <laughs> <none> other than <laughs> we got nothing other than legendary, pioneer in the game of hip hop. If you need to know most things and anything about hip hop, you, you cannot mention it without mentioning cool DJ De Red
2: Alert, y'all.
3: I don't even know how to come behind that,
2: man. <laughs> I, <laughs> What's and, up, fellas? We good, Uncle Red Alert. You know, we call Uncle Red. Yeah, we call him Uncle Red. <laughs> yes, yes, I got it. But you know, everybody got to understand it is the the cool DJ, Red Alert.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I mean, the three first uncles that I know come across my mind Yep. is Uncle Ralph. Absolutely. Respect to Uncle Ralph.
0: Yes, indeed.
3: And then you have a man down in Miami, Uncle Luke.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
3: God bless him. Yes, indeed. And last but not least, the bum of them all. <laughs> a lot of people don't understand what I mean when I say the word bum. B-U-M. Black
2: ultimate man.
3: That's right, you know. Talking about the bum myself. What's been
0: going on, fellas? Everything's good, you know. Just another show, just another day, another week in the
2: program as we get it on the natural alternative style. That's so what we do, correct? Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. I was happy, you know. Mentioned the the three uncles. I called it the Uncle Trinity. I was happy. See, you was there when uh when Uncle Luke came up to, came to New York years ago. Yes. Uh huh. He came from the grill. Yes, indeed. And we all we was all hanging. That was the same night he was like, "I want to have somewhere to go." There's, there's no all
0: the people hitting up Red right now. Yeah, everybody hitting up Red, I'm <laughs> red
3: right now. Yeah, they getting at me, but I, uh, I, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a tap I'm typed in to let them know I caught them back. And okay. that's time,
2: that's the time when I was like, you know, Uncle, Luke, what are you doing for the rest of the night? I, I want to do I want to do something, man. Because that's how you. Talk. I want to do something, man. <laughs> and that's when we took him out to that club in New York and. People were going crazy, and I had them dance on the couches and everything. People were going crazy. And I was yeah. like, wow, I completed the Uncle Trinity.
0: Yes, indeed.
2: Uncle. Great time.
0: Great time.
2: <laughs> Great gentleman, too. But and When you see all three of them together, it's a sight.
0: That's, I mean, that's legends. Yeah, it's a sight. Legends right there. I With mean, you, you talk about three individuals that started movements within music. Yeah. Right there. I mean, that's, that's legendary. Live, living. We we don't normally get to see, you know, legends in the flesh living. A, a lot of times, you know, people pass away. You don't really get to, we get to experience, see them, talk to them,
2: and get knowledge mm-hmm. from them. You know what I mean? And, you know, shout out to uh, my girl Demetria. Demetria Ali down there in Atlanta. She said for her birthday she went out a couple of weeks ago to some spot, and mm-hmm. somebody was just tearing it up. And somebody was tearing up on on the on the turntable. She looked up. She's like, "Oh my God, it's red alert!" And she <laughs> didn't realize that you're still DJing like that. Like some people don't understand. Like there's some people I know that are scared to have people like you DJ next to them.
3: Well, you know, one thing I could say is that I have a passion for what I do. I have a passion for what I do, and to me, that if there's something that you love doing, you, you know, you don't look upon time you don't look upon you know length you look upon passion that's what i look at so i don't care if it's mr bb B. king who ready to get on stage as a man like 80 years old when he get on that stage with his instrument called lucille he's still rocking the crowd yeah. shot to lucille you know rest in peace my man mr james brown before he passed away i, I learned from reliable sources that the day before his passing, he was thinking that I got to get out of this hospital because I got a show to go. Wow! It's a, it's all about passion. It's all about passion. So you know, I know what you guys are doing, and you are doing the good, and y'all been doing it for a while. It's passion. Absolutely, definitely. You, hey, listen here, y'all could be doing something else in life, but y'all choose to do this. They, yes, exactly. And and we so love that's what, what I'm, I'm saying.
0: Yes, passion that's
3: all it is Absolutely. love my job i know y'all love
0: yours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely definitely and you also are a man that recognizes uh talent and uh you're responsible for for bringing in um Karras people like caris one the tribe called quest jungle brothers uh the list goes on and on and on and, and i just saw you in the uh Not tribe called well quest well too
2: What's that? Non-artists as well. Yeah, not
0: non-artists as well. I I just saw you in the Tribe Called Quest documentary and
2: uh-huh.
0: uh, uh, that Michael Rappaport did. And what what was your uh, your views on that? Did you get the chance to see the full piece yet?
3: Yeah, I seen it. I feel it was good. It was nicely done.
0: I think so too. You no,
3: know, um, Michael Rappaport, I got a lot of respect for that gentleman. because course, a lot of people don't understand. Michael Rappaport was always on the scene. You no. Know, during this era when music was going on from within the mid to late 80s into the 90s, he was on the scene. He was, because, you know, in the lower part of Manhattan in New York City, it was a very eclectic crowd where everybody mixed together, you know, all different genders and cultures all mixed together to listen to one thing, hip-hop. And he was in that mix. So he saw a lot of things. So that's why he had
2: that vision come forth and do that documentary. And I command, I salute him for that. You know, and you know, shout out to Michael Rappaport. Excuse me, Michael Rapport. We actually call him M. Dot. Uh, like you said, he'll tell you, he'll recite a mob deep lyric to you in a heartbeat. He'll recite lyrics to you that other people probably can't of like some underground hip hop. He's always at a lot of hip hop events. You'll catch him. Oh, he's a hip hop head. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a hip hop head.
3: head. And a lot of people did not know another thing about him. He was nice in basketball. Yeah,
2: I saw. I heard he was, so nice. He heard he played,
3: was really nice in basketball. Used to play for Riverside Church. If everybody knows what Riverside Church is, wow, upper part of home. You know, they always had a nice basketball organization, and he used to play for them.
2: I think in in the East Coast, uh, preferably New York, it's like the three major basketball teams: with Scoucho's Trinity and Riverside. Riverside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Riverside. So yeah, that was. Wow, I didn't really know he was that nice. He was that good. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah, uh huh. But for you, uh, it's kind of it's kind of weird seeing it sometimes when we actually you DJ. What is? How do you know that you're going to rock a crowd? Like, what's what's on your mind? The the startup, how you're gonna really rock a crowd when you're DJing? Well,
3: one thing I always learn, man, you have to read the crowd. You have to read the crowd to see what direction you want to take them. Feel their vibe so they can feel you back in return, you know. You got to learn to feed off each other. You know, it's just like saying, playing the game of sport, let the game come to you, and you feed off each other, and that's one thing. You know, sometimes you may feel the notion that people want to lay back in lounges just listen. Sometimes they want to get up and jam. They, you know, it's like you got to feel the notion and the vibe of the audience so you know what to give them, and they, they you know, respond right back to you, so. That's what I had learned over the period of time. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand that it's a difference between playing in the club as compared to playing on radio. When you're playing on radio, yeah, you may be sounding like you're jamming like you're in a club, but you're playing for the audience that's listening compared to an audience that's dancing or vibing that's in front of you. So it's a difference.
2: And what are some of the things that people shouldn't do to a DJ? I always hear number one thing is, Never tell a DJ what to play when he's in the club.
3: Well, yeah. you know, I'm going to tell you something, because it seemed like that had become a norm as of today, and I don't know why, but let the DJ rock. Let him walk them dogs himself, because you didn't come there to tell him what to do. If you want to hear something, go to a bar and put a coin in a jukebox. You know, let us rock. That's one thing I always learned. And, you know, if you let us ride. But, you know, you always going to have a couple selfish people because they think for their self. Or I want to hear this. I want to, hey, I can understand. But the majority out there is jamming. So why you can't join with the majority?
2: Yeah, it's, it seemed like that was the uh, number one thing. I haven't seen uh, people like uh, Lovebug Starsky and Kid Capri go off on people. <laughs> like, really oh, go yeah. off on people. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: and Lovebug was spazzing, on you. <laughs>
2: it's another level. It's another level with Lovebug Starsky. It's another level with him. And I love
3: Lovebug. Bigger to Lovebug Starsky. One, yes. To me, one of the best party rockers to this day. The three top party rockers, I will tell you, from the heydays, it will be trained. Lovebug Starsky, Brucey e. B, and DJ Hollywood. Yeah. Those are three I looked up to and learn and, you know, take bits and pieces from them and learn how to combine within an element of my own.
0: It's Thermal Soundways are talking to Mr. Cool DJ Red Alert. Call us up 212-491-4685. Who are some of the, the DJs today that uh, you dig their style and how they actually get down to rock parties?
3: There's quite a few in various areas that may not have a household name, but within, you know, they strong, that hold their own. And I mean, not just within New York. I mean, I see some down here, like my man Manchester and DJ Law. When I travel around in number of different cities, I see how some of them like really, you know, they, 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 like I say, they may not have a household name, but they strong. Even when I was just out in Switzerland, um, what, about three weeks ago. I was in Switzerland and Norway. Matter of fact, it was Norway instead of Switzerland. Switzerland was cool. But the next night in Norway, Sweet Daddy, Sammy Beard, the Jungle Brothers, and I was out there DJing. The DJ that was on before us, the way he was rocking, I was scared to come behind him. Sometimes, you know, some DJs are so strong and they so much in their zone, you just don't even want to bother them. Just let them go. So I have seen a lot of bad DJs over the period of time in various places.
2: Now you just you just mentioned that you was in Norway and Switzerland. Yes, I think some people look at certain DJs. I guess when you get to a certain age, they feel like you're not doing anything anymore, so
3: you don't well, matter. But why why do people look at things like that? Because a musician don't have no age. A musician don't have no age. You have some musicians that been rocking on before even my eyes was open. And they
2: still rock it, Ozzy Osbourne.
3: You know, so a DJ is like a musician, if you ask me. It's just that the instrument is the turntable or the CD player.
2: And how do you feel about some of the uh, the newer DJs to this day? Now, like uh, you got some DJs, and like they just stick on hip hop, or maybe old school to them is probably Biggie. Uh, Get money or play his anthem, and that's old school to them. Uh, but it seems like they don't have a like a mass selection.
3: Well, you of gotta music. understand something: the perception in their mind of what is in front of them and how far back they can go. If a if a if a DJ is in his twenties now, you talking about twenty years ago? What was going on? That was the nineties, right? Yeah. So they didn't live the '80s. So they don't know unless somebody take time and teach them but they can only go as far back in what they know when they was young. So you can't knock them for that. Like right now, they going to look at, we in, what, 2011? They're looking at 2000 as old school. That's 11 years old, 11 years ago. You know, if you a person that was like um, 13, 10 years ago, you're 23 now. That's their old school. A lot of people don't understand that, but it's a true factor.
2: And what do you consider is a complete DJ?
3: A complete DJ is like a Pied Piper. You know how to command the crowd. You know how to take them up, take them down, take them in so many different directions for them to believe in what you do and what you play and what you say.
2: So for some people out there, if they only play hip-hop, but they don't know nothing about house.
3: Once again, it goes according to the perception of what's in front of them. Some of them probably don't want, not saying they don't, but some of them probably don't. And acknowledge other different genders but what's around them all day. Probably some of them just know nothing but just hip-hop and some R&B. Just like there's a lot of people I know that's heavy into house that don't relate to hip-hop. You know, there's a lot of people that's heavy into um, heavy dance music and other different genres of sound that are not into the other set of music. You know, of course, a full, complete DJ is a person open-minded to a little bit of everything, but, you know, you got certain DJs that they just subjected to what they into r- r- according to what their vibe, their crowd and their their company they keep. You know, so if you are house head and you don't relate to no hip hop then that's all you gonna relate to is house. You know, and vice versa. It's thermal there's simple. a lot of cats that even though some people feel that you know, there's a lot of people that, that into hip hop into reggae. There's a lot of cats I know into reggae soccer calypso that don't we deal with hip hop? It's only according to what's they around. So you know, it's up to a person individually who want to be open minded to all different genres of sound. Exactly, it's
0: thermal sound waves. We're talking to DJ, cool, cool DJ Red Alert, I should say. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. pioneer in this game, in this uh, art form of hip hop, I should say. Um, and,
3: and you know, of course, I gotta admit that I am honored that a lot of people acknowledge me. To hip hop because hip hop opened the door for me, but yeah, I'm I'm open to all different genders. You no, know, I mean, I remember one time a while back there was a club that used to be in Lower Manhattan. I don't know if you ever heard of this club called the Building, aka the Powerhouse.
0: I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it.
3: That's where they filmed the movie Strictly Business. Wow. Um, here it is. I was playing some house music in the earlier set. So there was a brother named Stan Dennis. He's a promoter, and, you know, he used to always do, uh, he used to be a contributor for doing the Greek Fest out in Jones Beach every year. So I know where his stand is, and he can get into the hip-hop and R&B, but he's more into the house and dancing. So he came up in the booth, because the booth used to be up in the corner, and, you know, you can't really see nobody in the booth. So he went up into the booth, and by the time he got there, I just switched over to hip-hop. So he's yo, Red, what's going on? I said, hey, yo. So he's taking time looking around. He said, Hey, yo, hey, yo, Red, um, where's that other DJ went? I said, Well, with DJ. The <laughs> other DJ, the one that was on before you. I said, Well, I'm a DJ before me. He said, over DJ that was playing house music. I said, That was me. That man standing there and look at me for twenty minutes and you like, I wish you playing house? So you know what it is that so once again, how they pigeonhole you thinking that there's only one thing you do and not knowing that you can get in all of a different set.
0: Absolutely. And what people don't realize is hip hop has elements from all different types of cultures and, and genres and things mashed into a, a whole new particular set. So we, we are aware of all of these different areas and different you know aspects of of art
3: you want to hear another thing? I'm going to bring this up real quick, just to show you how hypocritical people are. When the house scenes start getting very strong within the mid to late 80s, everybody called themselves leaving the hip-hop and say, oh, we don't be bothered with that. No, we into the house now. We're into the house music. Then all of a sudden, you have Jungle Brothers, k Doug Lazy. I mean, the list is long on how many people start making Hip house records. Yeah, that same audience that caught itself turned away from hip hop, got involved with the hip house records and came on back to the scene of hip hop. And I look at them, I like, oh, what happened? I thought you left us. Well, you know, hypocritical. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, absolutely. Well, well you, know. you know, they don't understand hip hop can join in all different other genders What? When DMC show how it, 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 it exchanged for rock and roll. Here it is. A lot of people even noticed at the time when my man Grandmix of DFT, he did the, the scrat, cutting and scratching for Rocket with Herbie Hancock. He's a jazz musician. Oh, wow. They joined together with jazz. We, we had learned to join forces to all different genres of sound.
0: Mm hmm. Definitely, man. Absolutely. Pioneer, cool DJ Red Alert with us right now, thermal sound waves. Call us up two one two four nine one four six eight five. Now what what happened with the uh, the next wave of, of red? What what what's going on with uh with little red alert? Or well he's not little anymore, but
3: well, you uh, damn sure right. He ain't <laughs> little he's, little. he's taller than you. He's a big man. <laughs>
0: poo <Poo-poo> poo juice crew. <laughs> yeah. He's
3: well, a big man, that man's six foot
0: five. Wow. Okay. He's,
3: yeah. Yeah. Some. Yeah, he's a father too. He made me a, a proud grandfather. I'm blessed to have two oh, granddaughters, lovely. lovely granddaughters. Congrats! Yeah, have that, and then my youngest son. A lot of people I have heard of him. You know, I let him hold his own uh, weight. You know, he go by the name of Cool G mims
1: Cool G Men
3: doing some recording as of lately. You know, okay. so okay. they 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 moving on with their own.
0: So do do you give him as far as him doing the music? Do you give him any advice at all? Has he come to you, or are you just letting him figure it out?
3: No, well, I give him advice, but I stay in the back while he he go ahead and play I mean, of course, I could push my chest out and say, "Yeah, that's my son. That's my son." But I want him get become more into his own. I don't want to overshadow him. I want people to recognize him for him, not for who he is attached to me. No. When they find out who he is to me, okay, that's cool later. On. But right now, I recognize him.
2: What was your first time in hip hop? Or like, or what made you get into hip? hop
3: Cool Herc. Yes, when I was in high school, I went to Deva Clinton High School.
2: Oh, you went to Clinton? Oh,
3: man. oh what was that about?
2: Nah, I went, I went there one time for SAT course. But I think going to say like Truman, maybe EV. Shout out to everyone with the EV Evander.
3: You know, at the time when I was in Clinton, you know, of course, you know, I, I, I'm talking far back when it was all boys. I know you heard a story about the history about that, right?
2: I heard something, but. <laughs>
3: yeah, it was all boys. It was all boys and we were strong. Matter of fact, at one point in time, proud to say in New York City, Tri-State area, we was like the strongest school for all sports.
2: And you know, they, they held that record still when it came to track and field for a mm-hmm, very long yeah. time.
3: And, and I did both basketball and track.
2: Yeah. They had a very good track and field, men and women, was like the number one. Yeah. Next so to that's training.
3: why you had to ring you I said Clinton, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back, you go yeah, back. Yeah, so, so like I said, as I went to Clinton, you know, and you know me coming from, obviously, you know, raised in Harlem. I was raised in Harlem. But, you no, know, uh, when I started going to Clinton, you know, I started learning so much about Herc, Herc, Herc. So the fellas that live in the Bronx, you know, took me for the first time to go and check out Herc. And I was amazed at seeing what he's doing. And then same time I was going to a Herc party, I was sneaking downtown to the Disco's where I didn't belong in there at the a young age, was sneaking in there. And I started learning the difference of the dance and R and B and disco compared to what Herc was doing, which was the former hip hop music. Absolutely. So and then right like, and then I went did a year and a half in school, went to Hampton. After a year and a half I came home, then here go the next wave of people. You got Flash, you got AJ, you got Pam Body, ba, you got a whole lot of different people. So I saw
1: they just carry
0: on to the next generation right after Herc. And I just followed through. WHCR 90.3 FM, New York. Now, Red, who were some of the people that you saw um, along your travels, either in the club, uh, people performing, artists, musicians, whoever, that you're like, you know what? This person is going to be something later on. They just yeah, they just I mean, got it, something.
3: It, it, it's so it's so many. It's so many. bro there's so, so many of them day. Flash was on top of his game from the start. Flash was on top of his game. Um when the when when the Livingston brothers, A.K.A. the L brothers had their youngest brother get on get on the turntables, I saw he was getting ready to take four from talking about Grand Visit Theodore. When I saw Lovebug becoming a one-man show, you know, I saw so many people from his earlier stages that I saw. And at that time, we was just doing it just to do it, not knowing where it was going to lead to, you know. And then here it is, my cousin, when he saw it, I started learning on my own from watching people. You know, I I brought my, took time, you know, worked in and saved my money, get my set, you know, get my records. And then my cousin started coming over, uh, showing the fundamentals. And then by the time him and the rest of my family moved up in Bronx River and my aunt got him his set, he started DJing and there was a fella by the name of Disco King Mario, rest in peace. He was one of the Pioneer DJs. He was rocking and he put my cousin on. But, you know, he was jerking my cousin. He wasn't paying him. Meanwhile... Bam Bottle, who was originally from Bronx River, which nation. he took time at, um, and said, yo, who's this young guy that's over there with Mario? Because, you know, they was rivals as far as DJs. And somebody said, yo, that's that you kid that just moved in the project. So he said, well, that kid doing over there, he supposed to be here with us. So he went and reached out for my cousin. And when he put my cousin down, he told my cousin, he said, yo, you need to put my cousin down. So they put me down. My cousin, he is the original DJ, Jazzy Jay. Oh wow, wow! So it's like after you know, I'm proud to say I showed the fundamental. My my cousin Jazzy formed his own style, his own pizzazz, and then you no, know, he got put on. And then he spoke for me. I got on. So it's me and him on the band.
2: Thermal Sandwich Radio. The work from this Radio Boys C Tooth Launch, We are here with the Cool J. Red Alert. Uh, one more thing I wanted to ask. Also, uh, we don't want to keep you here too long, but uh, what were some of what was what was your first record? What was your first record, and what was the first time you realized, like, wow, I'm, it, it I'm, I'm here.
3: Mm. Talk about as a DJ, or when I got stepping to as a professional. As a professional, it gotta be. I respect for when I was on um, the show called Zulu Beats. With Africa Islam, WHBI, 105.9. The hip hop radio started. No longer around. Um But I think I really have, I consider I arrived in October 1983 on 98.7 Kiss FM. And my very first record I played on there was Pleasure of Love by the Tom Tom Club.
2: What was the feeling that you had?
3: I was acting like a little kid in Toys R Us.
2: <laughs> 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 With or without That's exactly the poo- how I felt. With or without the poo poo juice.
3: No, oh, you know what? At that time, I was even drinking. I was, I didn't start drinking till way later on in life. At that stage, I wasn't even drinking. I wasn't even thinking of drinking. I was just, you know, a happy kid doing what I'm doing. But then, you know, later on, as you know, you start being more involved in certain circles and certain atmospheres and cer- certain agendas. And then you start being sociable. And before you know it, you start joining all the people and having drinks. And that's how far I got. I never got involved nothing further than drinking. <laughs>
0: It's Thermal Sound. I let,
3: everybody, I let everybody else go ahead and do their other activities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I was a monster, I was around it, and I smelt it, and I seen it, but I never participated in it.
0: Yes, indeed. It's Thermal and Sound. I'm words.
3: proud to say that.
0: We're talking to Pioneer. Cool DJ Red Alert, man, Of as always, imparting another knowledge and uh, letting us know a lot of history about things, as, as she usually does. It. One last question. How do you feel about, let's talk about the whole radio situation, about DJs on the radio that don't actually DJ. Like there's a lot of, um, shall I say, things put together, pre-recorded, other people actually DJing and calling it their set on the radio. How do you feel about stuff like that?
3: Well, of course, you know, faking it, acting like it's dumb, you know, that is not right. Because you're not being honest to your audience, that's number one. In the beginning, when I first started doing the mixes, we wasn't on live either. We was not on live. When we used to be on, when I used to be on, on Kiss FM, they used to have me on late night on a Saturday. I used to be on every other Saturday. They used to alternate me with, first with Tony Humphrey, then they alternate me with um, the Latin Rascals. I don't know if you ever heard of the Latin Rascals. Heard of them. And then, and then after that, rascals. That's when Chuck came in. Chuck came about seven months after I started kissing. They alternate both of us back and forth every Chuck, other day. Chuck, Chuck, chill out. And Chuck, chill out. He's up to my man, Chuck. Chill out. He just had a birthday this past that's weekend he, too.
0: He owes us some money because we 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 bet on a football game that he he actually lost on. Yeah, he owes uh, us some okay. money. Okay,
3: so hey, listen here, I am D. I'm not down. I'm not with that. <laughs> 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 so um. At that time, we used to be on from 11 at night to 2 in the morning, and I remember when I first started doing the mixes, I was doing mixes on cassette, and I had to pass the cassettes to Tony Humphrey, and Tony Humphrey would transfer the cassettes onto Reel to Reels because you got to know they were playing Reel to Reels. Now, at that time then, they didn't believe in having live mixes on radio. because Even the live DJs that was on way before me, I'm talking about the dance. The dance um, DJs, dance house DJs like Tony Humphrey and who else, Shep, Petty Bone, and the list is long. They used to be on pre-recorded. But when I did it, I always had it in my mind that I'm going to play like I'm playing in the club because this was the whole thing I learned as far within the audience I was catering to. They felt that if you sound the same way you sound on the radio, then we know that's you. If you go ahead and do all these crazy tricks and edit this, like some people do, and we hear you in the club and it's not the same, we feel you fake. So I was playing just like I uh, was making the mixes, just like, you know, I'm in the club. So I'll never forget the program director at the time, Barry Mayo. he used to ask me, and hey, Chuck, chill out. Well, how come y'all don't do the editors and, and this and that, like the Latin rascals and all? We say because people want to know if they gain the same feeling what they hear on the radio, they get in the clubs. So he had decided to put us live. And when he put us live, he put, up, uh, put us up against our rival at the time, Mr. Magic, rest in peace, one of the, the people, peace. Who I, the person yeah. who I respect so much that opened the door for me to be on radio, mm-hmm. and Marley Raw he put us up against them at the same time and move us from eleven to two down to nine to twelve.
2: So and wait a we minute. start
3: doing live.
2: So wait a minute, you guys were the first live DJs? Hip hop DJs. I think
3: I think I think they say Molly was live also. That I heard, but I don't know, honestly. <laughs> but I know as far as within for Kiss FM, Chuck and I was the first one to start doing live as far wow. back as eighty six. Because everybody else was pre recorded. Now, maybe Molly was on live. I don't know. I was
0: never in that studio. Right.
2: We're going to find out. Yeah, yeah.
0: Big ups to uh to Molly Mall, too. Still doing it. Yeah, that's my mess. With, uh, with my Shantae over there. Yes, yes. doctor. Yeah, Dr. Roxanne Shantae. Yes. yes. Well, listen, we're going to let you uh go, uh, Uncle Red. You know what I mean? Okay. We have some, some other guests waiting okay. in, in the wings.
3: I'm not Red. My mouth is on
0: Oh, no, but <laughs> it was necessary. It was absolutely necessary.
3: All right, Because I'm people. happy I caught you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like Gillette,
0: gotcha. No doubt. Oh, you know what? We're going to do a classic tune right now. Um, My philosophy. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Um, Rest in peace to Scott LaRock.
2: Of
3: course.
2: Have we seen Uncle Red in the video? Yeah. He was just his cameo. Yeah. He does his quick yeah. cameos, you know.
3: And and also my son was also in that video. Remember he's the one that um one of the, the kids showing, scratching, right? That was he was the one that was showing Lou Scott what to do with the record. Legends. That was my son. Beautiful.
2: And he's uh-huh. about six feet taller now. Six five. <laughs> <laughs> Big dude. Yeah. Yeah, I, I seen him. I was like, Can you move over? <laughs> Uh, you know, I just want to get that poo-poo Just Like, all right, yeah, I know who your father is. <laughs> poo <Poo-poo> juice <Jews continue. laughs> Oh, yeah. And if anybody out there want to see uh, Red Alert, DJ Red Alert uh, yeah. rocking, go on YouTube, you'll see it. Just look, type in DJ Red Alert rocking shows, and you'll see him at places like Shadows and everywhere else, and you'll see him live rocking and understand how he moves the crowds.
0: And and Red, if they want to actually get a hold of you to actually come and rock their party,
3: how can they do that? Um, they can go to my website, cooldjredalert.com, dot com. Cool with a K. Have everything under my under my website or uh, all my or all my social pages, my bio, my information, everything you need to know. I also have a UStream show, but I don't. I'm not doing it right now. We'll be back on it shortly. But I've been doing that for about a year. You know and Besides doing the, the station, Kiss, um, I also do a, a mix show. I sent out, it got to be pre recorded, and it's sent out to a um, radio stations out there in the islands of St. Martins. Wow. Oh,
2: wow! Nice. We,
0: we got to get that trip to go out there with Shane. <laughs> yeah, we're going out yeah, there. Yeah, we we wanted to take a St. Martin trip. <laughs>
2: please, please. <laughs> I hear a
0: lot well, of Well, the great
3: words from my man, Funk Master Flex get it on now before it's over. <laughs>
2: Ha, <laughs> another story.
3: Damn <laughs> boy, I'm gonna be something about real crazy stuff. That's going another story. We're even gonna
1: go there. We're gonna
0: go
2: there. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you about that later. We love you, Grant. Uh, okay, okay. Well, respect to everybody, just in general. Uh-huh. At least, at least you respect the Bronx. At least we all know you're from the Bronx. All right, and uh, all right. Let's. We will say thank you for being on the show, uh, Grant. Right. And um. Of course, we'll stay in contact like always, man. Thank you for everything you've done.
3: You're welcome, okay, man. Respect to both of y'all. Continue doing what you are doing.
0: Thank you so much.
3: All right, boss. All right, peace. Peace. peace.
0: It's Thermal sound waves, the natural alternative to hey! fast food radio. What up, Wawa? Yes, indeed. Classic right here. Like I said, we're going to do this, my philosophy. Boogie Down Productions. So, you're a philosopher?
1: Yes.
3: Yes. 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 I think very deeply. I think very deeply. I think very deeply. I think. I think.
1: I think very deeply. In about four seconds, a teacher will begin to speak. I think very deeply. Let us begin. What, where, why, or when? We'll all be explained like instructions to a game. See, I'm not insane and... A teacher will begin you to say yeah. I play the nine and you play the target You all know my name so I guess I'll just start it Or should I say start, start this, 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 I'm the start artist, start artist, 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 artist new artist. concepts are A lot of MCs like to use the word Dramatical
0: Thermal sound waves y'all oh, They hot